Dating in the Workplace. This is Single Married Divorced. I'm Eric Rung and I'm single. I'm Tom McGuire and I'm happily married. I'm Allison Collins and I'm happily divorced. All right, so we have uh, some guests in studio here with us today uh, that know a lot about this topic in particularly. Uh, it's John Ledley and Kate Mitchell. They are restaurateurs as well as theater owners here in the great city of Chicago. Uh, so why don't you just tell us, first of all, tell us about, uh, tell us about yourselves. John, go ahead. Uh, sure, I'm 42 years old, live in the city. I do a little bit of comedy, a lot of bit of bartending. Uh, stay home with the kids as often as possible. Uh, we do a little pizza restaurant in Lincoln Park and a little stand-up comedy theater in Wrigley. All right, Kate, are you from Chicago? No, I grew up on a farm in Iowa. Iowa, yeah. I knew I liked you. <laughs> yeah, the town that I am from is uh, 28 people. Wow, what town is I'm, I'm from people. Iowa originally. So, oh, you are? Yeah, I'm from Des Moines. There's, okay. there's more than 28 people there. The but booming metropolis. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Buckingham, Iowa. Buckingham, where's that? What's it near? South of Waterloo. Okay, I know where Waterloo is. Yeah. All right, okay. Well, so, uh, first of all, how did you guys meet? Did you well, guys meet we at work? Yeah, we haven't touched on that, the fact that they're a married couple. Didn't we? No, you ha- no, you didn't, no, you didn't say, you said they know a lot about this topic. Oh. <laughs> you did not actually say they were married. Well, they're married. They there married. we go. Yes. <laughs> well, th- which brings me to the, the first question. Did you guys meet at, on the job, or how did you guys get together? We, we did, did, yeah. It was pretty simple. We were working at a place called, uh, I'll give them the plug. We were working at Trader Todd's Adventure Bar. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> oh, okay. 3216 North Sheffield. I know. Um, <laughs> the surfboard shots, right? Oh, yeah. The shot ski. The short story is we worked together for a little bit. The part that I remember of it is I remember sitting down at the bar, ordering my normal drink at the time, which was uh, Miller Lite, uh, Johnny Walker Black on the Rocks with a shot of Jameson back. Oh, my God. Because I had a problem. <laughs> and uh, she sat down next to me and ordered a Dewar's Rocks. And I just turned around and was like, hi, can we go out sometime? And, hey. and then we had a drunken one-night stand that turned into, what, 14 years now? Wow. 14 years of, yeah, 13 married, maybe like 16 so when did you guys uh, come together on working together? I mean, as far as the theater and the restaurant, how did that, how, tell us about that. Uh, that's just been a lot of years of, of both being in the same industry, I think. We worked together at another restaurant before this, and like we bartended together, and um, we had kind of like a banter that people seem to like and respond to, and by banter, I mean like constant bickering. <laughs> yeah, people were... We'd be yelling at each other for all the things that we did during the day, all the things that the kids had done, just back and forth, like, you're not even here right now. Let us finish this, then we'll come over to you. And people loved it. Mm-hmm. And so we thought that's, uh, as long as we can keep that going, financially, that's good for us. And you guys have mentioned kids. How many kids do you guys have? Two. Th- two. How old? 12 and 14. Oh, wow. Okay. Then, then going back to you guys, though, did you guys have any, I mean, you guys worked together for a long time, so you probably didn't have any reservations on going into business together then, right? No, no. not at all. She was the first person I, like, when we got the theater, we were like, well, we need a bartender. And I was like, we don't. We already, <laughs> we already have one. Did you, was there anything that you thought or that may be a challenge when, when it comes to that? No? I think it's just time constraints is the, is the hardest part. There's a lot of there's a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Juggling, maybe? There's a lot of juggling. There's a lot of times where we're overlapping um, between the multiple places and just getting kids to where they need to go. And that seems to be the biggest hurdle. 
Right, just the the scheduling and, and getting everything, making sure that it's done. Then, um, it, it's a uh, you know a lot of people have office romances, as we were kind of talking before we got started here. Um, a lot of them sometimes don't end well. Uh, when obviously when you guys were dating and, and kind of being together, uh, was that ever a concern? Like, what happens if this doesn't work out? Well, the whole idea I think was that it wouldn't. <laughs> that was, I think we're both pretty open about that all the time like I asked her out and she said absolutely not and then so I made it a group date I was like how about if we all go and we'll all go to Ravens at 4 in the afternoon and see if we could make it all the way till 4 in the morning wow 12 hour run and that was the first you made it I'm that sure was the, well we were the last two standing oh well then it was meant to be then I guess in the cab on the way home he asked me to marry him and I said Again, I said, let's go to another bar. (laughs) (laughs) How long before he then asked you to marry him again for real? Well, maybe the first one was for real. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, No one knows. No one will remember. (laughs) I'll never remember if I meant it. Uh, It was a couple years. We went kind of out of order. We, um, We lived together, and then we bought a condo, and then we had our older son, and then we finally got married after that. Right. Well, you guys were obviously together, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I guess, uh, what advice would you have for people in office romances since yours was so successful? (laughs) I don't know. I think you got to put business first. While you're there? While you're in the business, you put the business first? While you're there, the other stuff needs to go by the wayside. So you guys are really... Really check it at the door. You're really co-workers at work. Yeah. And then I'm the boss. <laughs> is and that I, true? Kate, would you I, like to is, say honestly, anything about that? I think that it's easier that way, you know, to just recognize a, like a work hierarchy. You know, it's funny you say that because when I was, we were thinking about this topic earlier, I thought to myself, I think one of the secrets would have to be knowing your role at home and then separately knowing your role at work. And whatever, that, the dynamics can obviously be very different, I, I imagine. Right. Yeah. I'm not the boss at home. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I think a lot of us can say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Our guests uh, are John Ledley and Kate Mitchell. They are married as uh, I forgot to point out at the beginning of the show. Um and tell us about what you guys do at the theater then too. So the theater houses uh the Lincoln Lodge, which is the longest running independent stand-up showcase in the country. Uh we've been really lucky for that to to be very popular. And turn out a lot of uh, great working comedians all over the country. You've we, had some big names. There have been some the big Lodge. names through there, yeah, over the years. Uh, Judd Apatow we had oh, great. Uh, on our stage a couple times in this past year. Yeah, we've been, we've been really lucky to get people uh, trying to put together acts for their Netflix and Comedy Central specials. It would just seem like a good spot for people to come. It's smaller. You could do four or five shows to a smaller crowd. And we run as a nonprofit through tight five so we're able to pay a little more because we're not really keeping the money Hmm. so yeah so we're able to put on some better shows because we don't have the same constraints as as other places now one thing i was talking to a co-worker of mine earlier and she was asking what we were going to do tonight for the podcast and i said that we were going to have you guys in and uh talk about working with your spouse and she had told me that she worked with her husband for several years and she said you know it was fine so the only thing we the only bad part was the only thing we ever talked about was work do you guys find that or do you have to separate yourself or do you find ways to separate yourself from that 
We just have, I feel like right now we have so much going on that you need to talk about we work. We need to talk about work all the time. Yeah, unfortunately, that's true. Um, yeah, we're just like, you really like moments like getting to sit down and watch Game of Thrones where everyone doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that's well, a thing, the more quiet time we could find, if we could sneak out somewhere and just get an appetizer and the restaurant's too loud to talk and we could just sit and look at each other or at a TV, that's, that's great. Comfortable silences. Oh, that's that's I. The, you know, you're in a good relationship when you got comfortable silence. No question about that. But I think I mean, what like work is like. Like you have so much what? going on. I mean, that is like is Allison, your life right Allison, now. Allison, by the way, <laughs> is, she was, I was about making ready a joke because I was no, no, no. Just, I was making a joke because I've been silent the whole time. I was good. So this is very comfortable. Very comfortable. <laughs> silence. A, yeah, Allison's in a comfortable silence. But I mean, you, like you are so busy, so that is a lot of your life. Yeah. So it is. You just tend to talk about what's happening, and that's what's happening right now. I and think then obviously the boys. I know. think one thing that makes it work is it's they're all kind of different projects too. You know, we've got the family, we've got the restaurant, we've got the theater, which is like a whole different set of personalities and job responsibilities. Yeah, nothing really stays stale because it's you're turning to the next thing every five minutes. It's not you're not focused on one thing for too long before you have to put out a fire. Someplace somewhere out. else. I would think that having a husband working like as a bartender or in a restaurant, I think that would be really hard. Is, is it because of infidelity reasons, or why? Why do you? Um, say? Well, I mean, not necessarily. I just think that those are wild hours, and I oh, think that I that see. would be really hard to raise a family and like. Yeah, how do you guys deal with that? Like we said before, I feel like it's a lot of just trading off, you know, tapping the other person out and as often as we can. And, you know, our kids are a little bit older now, so they can be a little more independent. I just got them bus cards, which, oh, my God, oh, they yeah. loved nice. so much. That has changed my life already. So they've oh, been I taking bet. the city bus home from school. Have you guys seen, uh, in your line of work, have you seen some other romances foster uh, at, at, your, at your theater and at the restaurant? Yeah, usually at least once a week. <laughs> Somebody's, yeah. Have you seen problems arise because of that? Oh, yeah. I see people lose their jobs all the time. Like, what do they do? Have sex with their... Oh, <laughs> and, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have been with more their, specific. Uh, yeah. You mean uh, we, uh, lose their jobs? I was talking about just like, you know, I don't know, like a bartender and a staff person or a server or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That usually ends up in someone losing their job a lot of somebody times. Somebody will just quit. They're just Usually somebody quits or somebody takes it too far. And yeah, it's that's pretty prevalent. <laughs> well, also, I mean, I worked briefly in the industry. You've worked in that industry, too. Yes, yes. Um, well, you know, come to think of it, I don't think it matters what damn industry you're in. It happens all the time. I was just thinking about it. I mean, I generally date within my world right. because it's easier for me, especially because I work crazy hours as well. And I generally date in the industry just because it's easier, I think. Yeah, it's too hard. The most thing that I see... I guess, uh, is when one of the people, let's say a, the successful relationship does form and then somebody gets a day job. That's tough. Then that's over. Right. Like if it hasn't been long enough, if it's like relatively new, less than a year, that's just done. You can hold on, but, but it's over. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're going to get to the dating. We heard how do you guys met. We heard about, I think, your first group date. Uh, from 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. 
Um, that's amazing. Tell us about a special date that you guys had that you would talk about. Has there been one of those? <laughs> there ever? Or what's how about this? How about just the funniest date you've? Uh... Oh, what about when we went to Old Timers? Remember Old Timers? Old Timers was great. Yeah, that was a good date. That was just a bar crawl, another bar crawl day. What is old time? Is it old timers a, a, a spot that I'm not aware of? I think it might be gone now. It's gone. It was a diner on one side, bar on the other side, like right here, just off Michigan Avenue. And oh, it closed genius. at like what seven p.m. or something like that. Something early like that, yeah. <laughs> and we just we got in there. We met all these people from different countries, and they all knew each other. Like I think they all went there every single day. You know what? We've actually had a good double date. We did. We did. We did a. Uh, the couples got together and did a tourist day. Oh, those are fun. We were supposed yeah. to go to Conan. I think we got locked out. <laughs> we were there too late. And then we're like, all right, well, let's just do a, a tourist day. And it included a visit to the Hard Rock Cafe. Yes. Uh-huh. And some mudslides. Oh my god. Uh, was That's it really doing it. I think we went in Chili's and got mudslides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We did a tourist day. It was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. That was definitely. I rec- I'd recommend that to anyone who hasn't done that. Have a tourist day in your own city. I did a uh, tourist day. This is when I was living in San Antonio, though, and I was seeing this woman. And we had gone out the night before, woke up a little blurry-eyed, and went to go get brunch. And we sat down to eat brunch on the Riverwalk. I don't know if you guys have ever been to San Antonio, but it was just... I mean, it was a Saturday, it was warm, and it was just tourists everywhere. And they were annoying tourists, too. And so we'd had a, a drink or two at brunch and decided, well, we're not going to beat them, let's join them. So we went and got outfits. We went to this uh, nice. terrible souvenir store. <laughs> I got a cut-off sweatshirt that said, take the bull by the horns. Perfect. And uh, I think I, I, she got a pink cowboy hat. And some other terrible San Antonio shirt. But then we, we did a little bar crawl and, and took pictures with all the wait staff and just were really obnoxious. It was yeah, fun. It was nice. a great time. My it's only fun. knowledge of San Antonio is the movie Cloak and Dagger. Isn't Cloak and Dagger in San Antonio and the Riverwalk? I don't remember that. You guys remember Cloak and Selena, Dagger? I know Dabby that. Coleman? I remember I that, that movie. You don't remember... <laughs> That was the that was my least favorite Dabney Coleman. Movie. It wasn't. <laughs> I thought it was classic. <laughs> and the evil old people that were super creepy. Oh yeah, you have to check it out. It was a good movie. It was yeah, a good like, movie. Eighties movie for sure. Eighties for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good stuff. Um, Allison, you sure you need to? No, can you calm down over there? I know. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just magical having two people from Bartlett in the same room. I don't know what's. <laughs> well, I mean, Kate never really lived in Bartlett. <coughs> she means me and you. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, oh, duh. Hey, I knew that. I was. <laughs> I know. I went on a date. I went on a few dates with a guy. People. And uh, I thought I really liked him. And then he ordered VNV pizza for delivery, and I was like, Ugh. "Shut, Yuck. Allison, yuck." I'm kidding. I was to say what my blood's made out of V and V sauce. Uh, um, Allison, okay. that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> and she hasn't I, said much. Today, I disagree. So. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ever in your life. <laughs> Don't say that about my friend Allison. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Thank God you're here. <laughs> when when um, moving back to 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 kind of working together and things like that, did you ever? See, I, I guess, I guess my hardest part would be the the always talking about work, um, but with the children and everything, it just you guys get out of that, then, huh? Yeah, there's there's plenty to be mad at the kids for. <laughs> oh, that'll yeah. that'll move you on. I mean, just recently, 
This is a horrible story. Uh, <laughs> just recently, I was sitting at home, and I'm hearing a phone buzz over and over throughout the day. And I go into my son's room, and I see that his phone's there. I pick it up, you know, dial right into it, and I start reading what is, I can only describe as the filthiest group chat <laughs> that I've ever seen. Every name on there is just worse than the next one really? going down the line. And I'm like, oh, my God. I haven't been supervising them very well while they're playing video games online. Obviously, they're in some <laughs> trouble here. And so I scroll through and I scroll through and, oh, my God, it's just getting worse and worse. And there's one guy in particular, and it's GirthyMan69. Oh, no. Just saying the absolute worst things. And now it's going through my mind, oh, my God, these kids are going to, who's coming here when we're not here? What's going on? He gets home. And I said, Maxwell, I need to talk to you right now. I need to know about this. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you found that. I'm so sorry. You could delete the app. You can delete the app. And I'm like, no, I need you to tell me what this is. And he said, it's my uh, sixth grade class group chat. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. And he starts going through who all the people are. And I was like, what I need to know right now is I need to know who this girthy man 69 is because I'm calling their parents. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... That's when his face turned beet red, and he said, oh. I'm, <laughs> oh, no. I'm Girthy Man 69. And I just lost it for like 20 minutes. So when those, when those types of things are going on, it's easy to put, the, put work on the back burner. Oh, man. And we go shut the door in our room and laugh till we cry that it happened. We still call him Girthy Man 69. Oh, no, I'm sure he loves that, too. Hey, hey Girth. Girthy man. It was like 15 minutes where I was just screaming like, I changed your diapers. You're no girthy man, 69. (laughs) So tell us what you're doing with the the theater now. This is a a special show, I guess. Uh, Tell us about that and how it works. And and it kind of fits into your lives here pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to go ahead? Yeah, sure. We produce, we co-produce a show called uh, Bitch and Purge. And it's a service industry storytelling show where servers and bartenders come on and tell horror stories about their jobs. Generally with people or just in general? Oh. Or customers, customers. Generally about customers. Yeah, Yeah, it's mostly customer stories. Some of them are just horrible things you've witnessed or things that have happened to you or just the dumb questions. Uh, I think one of the important things about it, what we do every month with it is the money we collect at the door from everybody uh, we take out the expenses and then we take the rest of that money and we donate it to somebody in the service industry directly who's having a hardship. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So if that's, somebody, that's really awesome. Yeah. If, you know, you cut your finger and you're out of work for a couple of days. You know, you hit us up and then you come in and everybody hangs out and has drinks and tells stories that only everyone in the room gets or understands. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great time, a good networking event. And what, uh, I mean, you guys are both in the industry. Uh, if you were, were to tell a story, give us a little sample. Well, we were just at the Cream City Comedy Festival in Milwaukee this past weekend, so we got to tell a lot of stories there. God, some of them are so inappropriate. For, <laughs> it makes the Girthy let Man story it. look like the Bible, some let, of these. Let us be the judge of inappropriate. <laughs> What do you think? Tripsy Daisies or? No, that's the, that, that one looks bad on me. Um, <laughs> so I bartended at this brunch place for, for a couple years. And I was never really, I didn't really know what Tinder was. So one morning a guy shows up and he's dressed like he's going to a wedding. And sits down at the bar and starts ordering like really nice champagne for his mimosa flutes. And, and like starts pre-ordering all this food. And he uh, can't help but to keep showing me a picture of this woman on the phone that he met on the internet that is on her way to meet him for brunch. 
and I didn't have the heart to tell him, but like you could tell uh, from the picture that it was from a magazine, <laughs> and he was getting catfished. <laughs> and oh boy, did he get catfished. Um, the woman came in and obviously had already been drinking for hours. This is a very abbreviated uh, sure. version of this story to take out a lot of the swear words. Uh, but she came in already very drunk and immediately got in there, chugged the first mimosa carafe, and, you know, we were trying to slow her down. Carafe? Carafe. Okay. <laughs> carafe, yes. Uh, Whoa. Almost three That's quarters intense. of a bottle in one. And I know that I should be giving her coffee or water or food, but at the same time, I was like, that was, that was pretty funny. And it's not that busy. You know, he says, I'll, I'll keep an eye on her. I'll serve you another one. And I did. And um, she went to try to chug that one too, which we, which we stopped her from getting that one down. And that's when she was cut off immediately and given water and, and coffee. And I was being pretty responsible. And she said, I have to go to the bathroom. And she left to go to the bathroom, and it started to get busy. And then I realized uh, about 15 minutes later, she hadn't been back. I looked around the corner. I could see a huge line for the, for the living oh. room. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So we have to go over there, and the door's locked, and we have to get in to, to make sure you know, she's not asleep in there. And uh, the, Or dead. Right. <laughs> exactly, because she looked pretty bad. Uh, the uh, chef needs us to get in there, and I... There's not a lot of locks that are going to stop me. And so she's like, can you pop this open real quick? And as I do, I pop it open, and she's sitting there on the toilet, looking passed out. Uh, her left breast is out. There is puke running down it and cascading into a pool. And this is just me looking for one second, like getting a quick once-over. And it is pooled into her underpants. And uh, she looks up at me, like right as I'm like, i got to shut this door. I look, and she just like, sits up and her eyes lock with mine i'm like oh my god <laughs> and she grabs him like her pants and just pulls him. just oh, pull them right up man. Oh. and uh it was audible <laughs> i guess you would say it was very <laughs> squishy so, so that's the kind of story you might hear <laughs> when is the show uh the second sunday of every month at under the gun it starts uh we open the bar at nine and the show starts at 10 all right and where can people find you um, just Facebook and stuff. I don't know. I don't do a lot of, I don't do a lot of promotion because I don't have time to do anything else. Yeah. Uh, Bitch and Purge at, uh, on Facebook. Yeah. We do most everything through there. All right. And the, where's the, uh, the restaurant? Uh, restaurant is 1909 North Lincoln, uh, right by the zoo. Uh, theater's 956 West Newport. What's right harder, the restaurant or the, uh, the theater? Oh, that's a tough question to answer. I think we're having trouble with the restaurant. The, the, the restaurant is giving us more problems right now because we don't have enough time to be there. Yeah. But um, the theater is just like so many different personalities that there's a lot of management that goes on with that right a lot of management that has nothing to do with management you know what they also in both of those industries that I mean that's pretty much a almost a 24/7 job. Uh, I mean, when you mostly because people like to steal from people, especially in cash businesses. So you have to be there, or you have to have at least people that you trust there all the time. Right. When do you guys find time for just yourselves to go and? 
be by yourselves and not and 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 not have to deal do with that because it seems like one of you would have to be someplace at almost every time and then the other one would have to be with the kids. I mean, I, your your relationship needs you. You guys need to be together at some point. How do you do that? How do you how do you solve that issue? Well, when we bar when we end up bartending together or working together, we always just call it date night. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Pretty much. Do you I was, guys still I was looking forward to twenty twenty. To find yes. a day, <laughs> yeah. Well, then you get, you actually make money on your date night. You yeah. get paid for date night. So we could actually be on a date night in the following week, but we won't. We're greedy. We'll go back in, <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll go home and have comfortable silence on the couch watching Game of Thrones, Absolutely. catching up. Well, I'm doing the New York Times crossword puzzle from 1994. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John Ledley and Kate Mitchell. They are our guests, talking about working together with your spouse. Also, giving us a, a little history on uh, workplace romance as well. Uh, Allison had a lot. Had a lot to. Uh, uh, bring to the table this <laughs> this episode, Allison. I'm I sure you're saving up for the there next There are a lot one. of voices. There are a lot of voices. <laughs> All right. So for Allison and Tom, I am Eric Rowling, the single married divorce. Have a great week, everyone.